Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Green Post <coughs> Devotional Podcast. We are going through the book of Colossians and we are still in Colossians chapter 2 verses 11 to 15. This is part 5 um, of, this, uh, of this series here with uh, Colossians uh, chapter 2 here. And um, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the other ones if you haven't. I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in, starting with the text. In him you were also created with circumcision that is made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of the requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. He has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a spectacle of them, triumphing, triumphing over them in it. So the first thing we want to consider is what are principalities and powers. Popular culture has a strong fascination with the occult and spiritual entities such as angels and demons. I became aware of this a few years ago when I heard uh, that some children in a nearby elementary school were claiming to have pet demons that would perform tasks for them. Whether this is just a product of youthful imagination or a true story is unclear. Nonetheless, it highlights that at least in North America, there's a fascination with the supernatural. I mean, even Netflix has a show called Lucifer, which I personally chose not to watch due to uh, my principles. But from what I gather, the show portrays Lucifer as a crime-fighting hero. However, amidst the fanciful imaginations and Hollywood portrayals, a critical question remains. According to the Bible and the Christian worldview, these spiritual entities interact with mankind. Well, it's evident to anyone who reads the Bible that the answer to the previous question is a resounding yes. I mean, a mere glance through the New Testament will reveal numerous instances where Jesus and his disciples cast out demons, 
Furthermore, the New Testament documents conversations between individuals possessed by spiritual entities, with these entities speaking through them to Jesus and other humans. For instance, the Bible recounts um, the story of a man with a legion of demons named Legion. We also have the story of Paul encountering women possessed by demons. After the two men proclaimed that they were servants of the highest God, this woman acknowledged their divine affiliation. She was walking around saying, these are servants of the Most High God. To which Paul responded by casting a devil out of her and her consequently losing her ability to tell the future. It may surprise the reader, but spiritual forces exist not only in the form of angels and demons, but also at whole different ranks in spiritual hierarchy and government. Although this may sound preposterous, it's the worldview of the New Testament writers. In this passage, Paul makes reference to spiritual forces and entities that are in opposition to God's kingdom and rule commonly referred to as principalities and powers throughout the New Testament. It is is thought that Paul drew upon Jewish and Greco-Roman ideas about spiritual hierarchies when using this terminology. It's interesting that in the opening chapter of this epistle, Paul declares that all things were created for Christ, including thrones and powers, rulers and authorities, he says, both visible and invisible. So this implies that there are two types of thrones or senses of authority and two types of power. Those that can be seen and those that are unseen. The ideal of spiritual hierarchies is also found in the New Testament in other places. For example, in Romans 8.38, Paul mentions powers and angels as distinct from other spiritual forces. And in Ephesians chapter 1, he speaks of Christ being seated at God's right hand far above all rule and authority, power and dominion in every name that is invoked, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. One of the most evident references to spiritual forces opposing God's kingdom can be found in Ephesians 6, where Paul states, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. So, what does it mean then that Christ made a spectacle of these principalities and powers? Again, the idea of um, this eternal cosmic battle between good and evil is popular in modern culture. This concept suggests that good and evil are equal and opposing forces kind of like the yin-yang symbol. The idea is often portrayed in stories such as Popeye and Pluto where the hero representing good is continually caught off guard by the villain who represents evil and he This villain never ceases to cause trouble. The hero only prevails after consuming a particular item or achieving another temporary advantage. But the saga goes on and on. It never stops. The hero only prevails for a temporary period of time. And then evil raises its ugly head again. However, this is not the biblical or Christian worldview. The Bible teaches that Jesus has been given all authority and all power as evidenced in the first chapter of Colossians. Everything was made by him and for him, making him unrivaled. The phrase 
that he made a public spectacle of them can also be translated as made a show of them openly. It suggests that Christ publicly exposed and shamed these spiritual entities by, by triumphing over them. And this can be understood as a reference to Christ's victory through his death and his resurrection, which defeated the power of sin and death and provided a way for humanity to be reconciled with God. Christ's triumph over these spiritual forces is a significant aspect of the Christian worldview. It's often seen as the demonstration of his power and authority over all physical and spiritual things. Okay, let's wrap this up. As believers, we must remember that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces that oppose God's kingdom. It's important to discern and resist these forces through prayer and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. But we must also remember that Christ has already triumphed over these spiritual forces through his death and resurrection. And his victory gives us hope and assurance that we can overcome any spiritual battle that we may face. In a world where the fascination with the occult and supernatural continues to grow, let us remain steadfast in our faith and not be swayed by the temptations of popular culture. Instead, let us focus on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who has already won the ultimate victory over all spiritual forces. May, may we be encouraged and strengthened by this truth as we live out our faith and spread the good news of the gospel to those around us. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.